three-point barrage against the Charlotte Hornets again. Last time they played Charlotte, it was a franchise record 26 threes. Tonight, it was 28 threes. It was George Niang going seven for seven from three. It was Joe Ingles tying a season high and career high with seven of his own. And it was a bomb fest for Jordan Clarkson as the Jazz bench combined for more threes than, frankly, the Jazz franchise used to get in a game. It was a come-from-behind win as the Hornets had the Jazz on the ropes for much of the night. And we'll be talking about it as we continue on Postcast. Hi, I'm David Locke. We are live on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, all at Locked On Live and live at DLock09 on Periscope and Twitter. Thanks very much for tuning in. Chat rooms are open. Want your thoughts on this one as the Jazz really struggled tonight and in the third quarter looked noticeably bothered by the Hornets. The Jazz trailed this game at halftime by the score of 67 to 64. They allowed 35 points in the first quarter. And the fact was that if you went back and looked at the Jazz last game against Charlotte, they really had had a hard time stopping Charlotte. The Jazz had their best offensive game of the year against the Hornets the last time these teams played, but it was not a good defensive game. And so three quarter, two and a half quarters into this game, the Jazz are still struggling to stop the Hornets. They're down by 1181 to 70. LaMelo Ball is sprinting up the floor. Hornets are getting in transition at a dramatic rate, and then all of a sudden, the game flipped. Some weird things happened. There was a technical foul called on the Hornets for six guys on the floor. That may I, I can't imagine that that really spurred it, but it's right in the middle of the Hornets still led at that point. The Jazz went on with some. There's a bunch of different iterations of the run. Uh, in one ways, it was 44 to like 14. Utah outscored them 60. The bench outscored them 66-31. Uh, you kind of run through the various little spots tonight uh, where you want to find it. And the various runs are 20 to two to start the fourth quarter, 41 to 11 in the last 10 and a half minutes at one point, uh, as it was 81 to 70 Charlotte led. And then the jazz just, they blitzed him. Um, he, I mean, they just blitzed him and, they out at one point it was 49 29 in the second half. The defense is actually as much of the story uh, as there is. The Jazz, for a long about late into the fourth quarter, had allowed 35 points, which was the same amount of points they had allowed in the entire allowed in the first quarter of this ballgame. The three point shooting, though, is what we'll all be talking about tomorrow as the Jazz set the franchise record. They go 11 of 16 in the fourth quarter alone from three. The three bench guys combined for an incredible uh, 19 threes on 27 attempts. Joe Ingles goes 7 of 10. Jordan Clarkson goes 5 of 10. And George Niang went 7 of 7 from three tonight. Mike Conley had 15. Donovan had 23. The Jazz had 34 assists on their 45 field goal attempts. Uh, They... Took Rudy away at the rim. He only got four shots, and this is what ends up happening. But it's an interesting night because I thought the Jazz really honestly looked really flustered uh, midway through the third, and then either the ball just started falling or they got the tempo or the defense started. It'll be interesting to go back and try to watch that third quarter and find out what changed because if I'm totally honest, as I'm sitting here having just called it, I'm actually not that sure of what flipped in this basketball game. I'll have to go back uh, to watch it and see. Uh, but that was quite something. I mean, it was just a blitz streak of, of basketball and threes 
Um, and, you know, quite fr frankly, the Jazz came harder, better, faster, and stronger. All right, let's get to the calls. Anytime uh, any team ever had two bench players hit seven threes in a game, I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt there's ever been a bench that's had 19 threes in a game. Dustin says, we shot 55 threes. Wow, yes, we did. That'll help the numbers a little bit. I think the most incredible thing is I sat next to Ron Boone tonight, and we shot 55 threes. He didn't have a problem with it. Uh, I seriously stepped away for about five minutes, and the Jazz went up by 19. What the hell happened? I kind of feel the same way. Like, I just kept looking up, and it kept getting bigger and bigger. That's what happens when you shoot that many threes, when you start making them. Uh, and the defense was incredible. Rudy Gobert had a few plays tonight that were just astronomical. Uh, on the block shots. Uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, I've never seen George with a compression sleeve on the leg before and never remove it. Uh, he's actually been wearing it. He's had some knee issues going on all year long. I don't think he's actually ever been healthy all year. It's a little bit why coming into the game, I think he was shooting only about 35% from three. That's over. Uh, but that's uh, that was part of it. Does Did George take it too? Purple cow! George Niang, purple cow! Woo! Yeah, we usually want eight threes. We're going to change the rules on the purple cow. We want seven. Seven threes. New number. Purple cow. We're changing the rules. Joe needs to shoot ten threes a night. No excuse. Wow, and the minivan beep beep, says Cody. Yeah, George, uh, Joe looked. Joe has a look sometimes when he shoots him like he knows it's going in. Like the one that one of them that missed, he was stunned. He really, you could see, he really felt it tonight. Two, uh, two days off doesn't hurt this team. They had played a lot of games in a row. We had talked about how I thought they were tired. Like, I think you saw them with their shooting legs after having not having to play a game for two days. They had a weekend off. You don't get that very often. Uh, how many blocks did Rudy officially get? Rudy was, I think he had six. Rudy Gobert had six blocks tonight. He was plus 24 on the game. I'm going to be really curious to look at the defensive rating tonight with Gobert on the floor because in the second half, it was crazy. His second half defensive rating might have been like a 30. Crazy enough, the Jazz got outscored when Gobert was on the bench tonight. Um, Rudy was crazy negative in the first half, too. Do you think it's a matter of if or when we make 43s in a game? Um, well, no one in the NBA has ever made 30, and I said we were going to make 30 this year. So I have a little money riding. I'm not allowed to bet on the NBA, so I guess I don't have money. I guess I have a dinner. I'm not allowed to take any any, any compensation, so I'm not doing any of this. Uh, but I have told people I thought we would hit 33s this year in a game. Um, I, it, it's almost impossible to hit 33s in a game, but 28 makes us get a little bit closer. That was unreal, though. It seems like we lately we wanted to – Get it going until the second half, mainly fourth quarter, tired legs, question mark. You know, honestly, we have not been very good defensively recently. We The uh, the Clipper game, last game we lost, was like our second or third worst defensive game. The Philadelphia 76er game was like our fourth worst defensive game. I, I do think we were tired. I think we've been off by a little bit. Um, and so I'm not totally, you know, it took us a little while to get going. I also think we just were winning enough. We were getting loose. Um, so you had to tighten the ship a little bit. Gobert's pogo stick block was insane. Gobert's blocks tonight were as amazing as George Niang's seven for seven. I mean, it was it was amazing. I've never seen a better bench. 19 threes when Bogey goes 0 for 4. Yeah, it was it was interesting to watch Charlotte. They tried a bunch of things defensively. They were cutting off drives pretty aggressively, just leaving guys wide open for three. Um and then as we started to kick it, they wouldn't let Rudy roll, though, man. Rudy got to the ball and they were they were swarming all over him. 
Um, were the Jazz playing possum? Hard to comprehend that flip. I mean, the little bit is the offense was leaving the defense to die in the first half. They were getting stuck on the switching. They were getting kind of caught up. And once the offense got rolling a little bit and they got them to start taking the ball out of the net and playing in the half court, early in the game, through two quarters of the game and in early into the third quarter, the, the Hornets were in transition, one out of every five possessions. They were in transition 20% of the game. That is just way too many. And so that was a lot of it. Once the Jazz got rid of that, they got much better. Niang on fire. Amazing comeback. We blew them out. This team is good. Rudy was amazing fourth quarter. Now it's Lakers time. That's right. It is Lakers time uh, without Anthony Davis, but it's still LeBron. Uh, I was never worried in this game. It just felt like it was coming. Eventually it did. Love the shooting. Just keep shooting, says Joe. I was a little worried tonight. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't think we could stop him. I, I just, I think LaMelo's amazing. I didn't think we could stop him at all. And so I was a little worried tonight. When your second unit scores over 60, you should win most games. Yes, that is true, says Vincenzo. Uh, does favors look right to you as athleticism looks shot right now? To Eric said to me in a conversation this week that he was healthier, feels better, his body feels better than it's ever felt. So... You know what? I really think part of the reason Favors doesn't look as good as we remember him is because he replaces Rudy. And I just, I think it's a testament to how great Rudy is every night that the minute Favors comes in, he's one of the like 10 or 12 best defensive centers in the league. And the difference between him and Rudy is so astronomical. And so the minute he comes in, guys just attack the rim as fast as they can because Rudy's not in the game. And so Derek doesn't look as good, but I think he's probably fine. 22 turnovers, and we win by 22. Holy smokes, says James. Yeah, 22 turnovers is probably not a script we can live by. It's not, as you guys know, I don't always worry about turnovers, but 13 live ball turnovers is a problem. How much of a litmus test should I put into this game against the Lakers? Zero, because they do not have Anthony Davis. So I would call it a zero litmus test game to, on Wednesday. But you know what's always fun to do is beat the beeping Lakers. Let's go do it on Wednesday. See ya.